So, where do I belong? How did everyone get here? What would you do? Chances are, you have an opinion. Hi, welcome to Youth on Rewind, a podcast amplifying the voices, stories, and ideas of young people. I'm Srija Chakraborty. Today, we are going to be exploring the relationship between artists' creative work and the increasingly public lives they live. Music, film, and visual art both reflect and reproduce cultural values and practices. Just like language, music is one of the oldest forms of communication. But when music has a significant lyrical message, when does it stop just being a piece of entertainment? And when does it become a cultural text? In his 1986 essay, Is There Rock After Punk? The cultural studies scholar Lawrence Grossberg suggests that the music you listen to shapes both your identity as well as your understanding of the world and your place in it. As musicians' private lives increasingly enter the public sphere, our relationship to artists get a little complicated. Over the course of history, countless musicians have spoken up about social issues in their creative work. From Billie Holiday's Strange Fruit, Nina Simone's Blackbird, to Queen Latifah's UNITY, to Solange Noel's Mad, and many more whose lyrics reflect their values and beliefs. Others have used their platform to share their opinions from the civil rights movement, to Riot Girl, and to the George Floyd protests. Many artists help amplify the messages of social movements. But with the rise of social media, fans have had more access to artists' lives and ideas more than ever before. Social media gives a platform to share opinions on topics about which they have little to no expertise. From MIA to Nicki Minaj on vaccine conspiracies, and from Lizzo and Rihanna uplifting and raising awareness around marginalized social issues. Yet at times there is a disconnection between how we relate to an artist's creative work and the ideas and beliefs they may put forward through their public persona. In this episode, I will be speaking with local musicians and artists to hear their take on the long and ongoing discussion in the relationship between artists' work and the intense public life they live. My name is Senor Trash. Others know me as Leo. I am a visual artist and performance artist here in Denver, Colorado. I feel like the phenomenon of separating the art from the artist is something of a current experience that we're going through as a society. I'd say with the internet and social media, it's very easy to fully vet and know who an artist is or any person very easily in regards to political views um social views um just where they stand so i feel like in this current day and age it's really easy to look up the history of pablo picasso and find out all the terrible things he's done or the history of any other artist living or dead whereas 50 years ago, 30 years ago, something like that was impossible. So these people were just continuously admired and put on a pedestal because the histories that they had that were negative weren't known. I feel like there's definitely a few people that are easily off the radar immediately. And then there's some people where from an objective standpoint, their art is good enough and the things that they did weren't in this contemporary sense, negative enough 
to deem them, I don't want to use the word, but canceled, but like not in like the sense of it being like a negative word, because I feel like most of the people that are canceled should definitely be canceled. And why do you think that people should be canceled? I think once you reach a certain platform and you have a certain amount of admirers, fans, you have companies that are paying you to endorse their product and you have this ability to have this voice and you still decide to voice things that could incite violence, that could incite bigotry, prejudice, in people that are listening to your message because in this day and age, we don't really have many figures to look up to, whether it be spiritual, political, entertainment industry. Do you think Kanye West should be canceled? I personally think that most the mass audiences that are now paying attention to what's happening with him didn't care when he was saying anti-black things, when he was saying that slavery was a choice or any of the other gross things he said since the Life of Pablo album, even before that, honestly. So I think that personally canceling, yeah, I mean, he said anti-Semitic shit, yeah. Yep, cancel them. Cancel them all. Yep. (laughs) So what's your opinion on, like, artists bringing up social issues or trying to be an activist in their career when that's not really their part, but then they feel like they have this responsibilities? I feel like art has always been intrinsically tied with movements, um, dating back to Da Vinci and the Medici families and the Renaissance movements, even before that. I feel like politics and art have always gone hand in hand. And it's up to the artist to use their voice in a sense of uplifting those that more often than not will be ignored or marginalized by society. So I do think it's important for an artist to be active in the social sense. And that doesn't mean like marching on the streets every other day, but using your art to push a message to make people think. Because I feel like words, more often than not, can go through one ear and not the other. But a visual image can stay in someone's mind. And it's a seed that is planted. And I feel like if you're planting seeds that are negative and of bigotry, then that'll only bring more hate down the line and you'll just go down as a failed artist or an artist that was more infamous than famous. Is there any other artist that you still like look up to and like are like still engaging in their art, but at the same time don't really support? Subdeliza is an artist from an electronic artist from the Netherlands. Decent following, I'd say. And on my own personal private Instagram, I post mood boards. I post picture collages of how I'm feeling throughout the week, how I'm feeling throughout the month, whatever, whatever may be called. And Subdeliza just happened to be on a mood board, averaging 20 likes at this point. She (laughs) follows my stories, starts watching my stories. I'm thinking it's a glitch. Maybe it's just showing up on my Instagram as like a glitch or something. Come to find out she posts on her story that she is not a mood board and that the work that she's done shouldn't be comprised into a single image to be put on someone's mood board. 
And I don't know, it it was it was pretty personal. Um, I feel like she added me indirectly. And yeah, I don't know. Her music's still okay, I guess, but her as a person, I don't feel like I would I would wanna have dinner with her. So you still listen to her music? Yeah. Yeah, she has some bangers. She does. <laughs> Even though she personally uh <laughs> kind of uh added me, but it's whatever. <laughs> so you do agree that separating the art from the artist is completely valid and that people can be trash and their art can still mean something to you? Most definitely to a certain degree. Once once you start preaching hateful speech, it it takes a different turn, but if you're just kind of just uh, uh, a person I wouldn't want to be around, I can't really say that that's a valid reason to be canceled or not have your music be listened to um, or whatever art you have may be consumed. In a perfect world, if you could imagine a perfect world, what would it look like where you wouldn't have to separate the art from the artist? I feel like in a perfect world, the arts would be exemplified in the same way that maths and sciences are. So I definitely think that funding the arts in a perfect world would, and just putting that creative spirit in people naturally, going outside, seeing murals, everything is colorful, just the way America isn't really set up right now. We just change everyday perspectives and in turn that would change social perspectives, societal perspectives, and in the long term, we'd have more color, not only in our lives, but in ourselves. Great. Thank you so much. In the hip-hop world, the culture of dissing other creatives in the industry and name-dropping has always been a way for a song to gain more attention, even if it's not intended by the artist. The media blasts out articles and blogs on the tracks referring to someone else as entertainment or hot news. In July of 2020, Megan the Stallion put up a post on Instagram about her traumatic experience where her foot was injured and shot at by Tory Lanez after a house party in Hollywood. Yet when media sources released their articles on the matter, they would leave out the fact that Tory shot Megan at her foot and that she was only injured by broken glass pieces in the car. This makes it extremely hard for Megan to speak her truth and heal from the traumatic event. Not to add to the wound, artists have been poking jokes and mocking Megan for having this experience. Drake and 21 Savage recently dropped the song Circle Loco, which states that Megan the Stallion lied about being shot. This may seem like a passing diss, but what impact will this have on younger audiences, especially boys and young men? By using violence against women as a punchline, I worry that it just reinforces and reproduces misogynistic and patriarchal attitudes. I sat down with fellow podcast production interns at Youth on Record to learn more about how they relate to this increasingly common dilemma. How do we relate to artists' work when we are uncomfortable or offended by the things they say or do? A 
feel like it's really difficult to like you know separate the art from the artists like Kanye bro like, the music is so fire okay the samples the chops I love it okay but bro you just can't come out here and just do what you're doing bro just cause like I'm not gonna say like, I can't just stop listening to like I'm not gonna delete like I'm not gonna sell any of my albums just cause Kanye you know what I'm saying said all that but like at the same time I can't just I can't flaunt it anymore like I kinda gotta put that behind you know saying the bookshelf or whatever cause it's just not it's just not it bro I mean you can separate it but there's only so much you can do like like I support them but bro you're doing too much like there's a threshold I definitely think I can I am, I feel like I am pretty kind of like hypocritical about it like it's definitely easier for me to separate the art from the artist if I like the artist if I really like a song I won't really think about their past if it's something that's kind of negative I, I'm aware of this like I have kind of it, it has been a bit easier for me to like kind of just I guess dismiss an artist to like if I don't like their stuff I think that is kind of, it is just a bit easier for anyone like if an artist you like comes out like with some controversial opinion or does something bad like you don't really want to just give up all that music that you love kind of agree with Connor in the sense I guess for me it is a little hypocritical because I guess there are some artists where I don't agree or think the things that they did in their life are good <laughs> and but I also I like their music but at the same time I feel like I love Michael Jackson's music and you know people can deny like his music but it is like he was named the king of pop and so his music he he's basically a legend and I believe that he always will be he's not the type of person that can just like go away when you've heard something about the person and then when you go back to listen to their music trying to just separate the art from the artist do you then become more aware of what they've just said or what they've done through listening to their music I think with the Beatles there's like one song in particular on rubber soul I think it's called Run or something. It's like it's John Lennon singing it about like running, running, run away from me. And if like I catch, if I catch you, that's the end, little girl. I think that's the lyric. When it's something like that, like the lyrics actually tie into the issues. I don't really want to listen to this song. I'm not going to lie. There's some times where I'm like, that was a little bit too specific. I'm not condoning Brother Lynch, but like he's like, I'm a meat doctor, put her in a box, made it hot, then I chopped her. And I'm just like, dude, come on now. Like, you can't just be eating people, bro. Like, that's not okay. Like, you just have to take a step back and you're like, bro, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and you know saying, change the song. Because it gets to a point where it's like, nah, bro, you're, you're doing too much. Like, you're literally, you're quoting your own actions and that's not okay. I, for sure, don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. Like, it's just, why would I? Like, I don't, like, I don't know. I just don't feel like listening to somebody that's done the things that he's done like that just that's not cool bro like uh that's all i'm gonna say on that it's it ain't cool it's kind of i think a lot of people have had more chance to like express their ideas on a lot of things or express their opinions unlike the past in the past it was put your music out do your shows sing your songs out now it's like you can like go live and you can go ramble on stuff and like do TikToks and stuff and talk about your opinions. What do you all think about that? You know, I think it is kind of a big change just because like in the past, it, like fans have kind of been separated from the artists. Like Elvis didn't have a Twitter and like he would just like appear on concert or on television, like interviews, but he wouldn't be like tweeting out things. Social media kind of gives celebrities and fans a chance to get closer to each other. I think celebrities garners more fans. They kind of like don't seem untouchable. They seem like relatable. Um, but the, and then like fans want that because like they're celebrities. People look up to them for some reason. Usually that's sometimes a bad thing because they take it too far on social media and start like giving opinions that maybe like their record label wouldn't really want and would try to hide in the past. As the artist, I feel like it gives the audience a little more insight into who you are, making them connect with you more so that they'll be more of your fans and 
I guess, therefore, like, buy your music. The main problem with cancel culture is just how swift it is. They're, they don't really get a chance to give their side of the story. And it's just, and on the, like, especially with the internet, I think it's just people move so quickly. Uh, well, one person, I guess, artist that I just don't like is Kanye West. Um, just with everything that he's been saying, especially of late. But I don't know, for me, like, to cancel, like, an artist or anybody, it just... I know it's happened, but it just doesn't seem realistic. I don't know, because, I mean, can you really stop anyone from, like, making music? Like, he can submit that stuff on his own if he wants. I don't necessarily want him making money off of his music right now or, you know, things that he's endorsing. But I don't know. I almost feel like to take off, would you just stop him from creating all, like, future music? Or would you stop uh, all music that he's created in the past from, you know, being on any shelves. I mean, it's going to still exist because, you know, people are going to own that stuff. I guess, yeah, where where would it end? That would be kind of my thinking in that. And like with a musician, like they can be like taken off of a festival lineup or like arenas aren't going to accept them to like do shows there, but like their music's still going to be out there. I just think music is just a lot more lasting than something like sports. So it's it's kind of hard to like totally erase someone out of out of music if you if like even if you really think they should be yeah it's gonna be even if you do it's gonna be really hard because music is literally everywhere and it's so accessible like like she's like like you said like if you really wanted to you can just release the music by itself you know what i'm saying like it's just yeah and it also depends on context too like yeah in the sense of like why are you canceling them in the first place like what did they do wrong and also how long ago was that incident because i think i've seen things where it's happened a few years ago, but that person, like, people grow every day. So, you know, um, something that they thought back then that was, you know, probably wrong, like, they don't think that anymore because they've grown as a person. I mean, you know, we all do stupid things when we're kids. So, um, and I mean, some of these people are adults, so they should know better, too. <laughs> but, yeah, that kind of, like, if people just seriously don't like this person or if they did something you know, seriously wrong um, and actually cause, like, physical or emotional harm to people. That would also be, like, where exactly, you know, how we would um, measure that. That's a good point, yeah. So I guess for the last question, in a perfect world, what would it look like if we didn't have to separate the art from the artist? Yeah, I, in my mind, it's like, oh, you don't like this person and you don't like their music. Okay, you're good. <laughs> or you like this person and you like this music. Cool. <laughs> I don't. That's my thinking of it, I guess, in a weird way. I feel like we're always going to have to separate the art from the artist because, like, you're not going to like everything that the artist does, but you're going to like it's it's there's a thin line. I think the only way that would really happen is if people didn't do bad things. I think there's a few steps we have to take to get to that point.
The debate of art versus the artist isn't a new conversation, but is complicated by the increasing access we have to artists and their personal brand through social media. We each have a personal decision to make about whether or not to detach artwork from an artist's language or behavior that we find objectionable. But why do so many of us stand by when artists we like or celebrities we admire harm individuals or communities? Is it simply a matter of ignorance? Do we not know? Is it easier to wait for a controversy to fade and move on as if nothing ever happened? I wish I had an easy answer for you, but it's on you to decide what is important. Thank you for listening to Youth on Rewind. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you do your listening. Youth on Rewind is a production of Youth on Record. Learn more at www.youthonrecord.org or across social media at Youth on Record. This episode was produced by me, Srija Chakraborty. A big thank you to Senior Trash and our podcast team, including Connor Shute, Devante Parker, and Sydney Ioannis. Our executive producer is David Layden. Music for this episode was provided by me. You can hear more of my music at srijachakra.bandcamp.com. Thank you again for tuning in. We hope you will join us next time for another episode of Youth on Rewind. <laughs>